Can everybody hear me loud and clear? Guys, can everybody hear me loud and clear? I just want to double make sure. Hi guys, how are we all doing today? Um, right now, um, there is a conference called Living Loud Conference. If you're a young adult, um, you should be part of this. It is an amazing conference. Um, so if you're hearing it, yeah, my guest is already here, so I'm excited. Okay, um, my guest is here. I just want to make sure that I can hear her clearly and everyone here can hear her. So, da 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 da. Oh my god. My guest is so beautiful. Turn it up. <laughs> can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, perfect. So um, we're good to go. Um, I just want uh-huh. to make sure that everyone online can also hear us and can hear you as you're speaking. Welcome, everyone. Um, it's a very different one. So on a normal day, I I would send you a link, and uh, you'll be will be live on Facebook and YouTube like at the same time. Um, but today I wanted to switch it up to see how I can have you live on Instagram and people can listen while being on okay. um, on Facebook and on YouTube. So I believe that that's what's going on, but I will just double check. Um, welcome everyone. Welcome everyone. Welcome to Life Matters. I am excited. Um, I can't get white flag out of my head. Like I was doing, so last week I was doing a music review and um, yeah. I I had to pick white flag. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the, so like I was doing a review and I was crying. So, <laughs> and I had to wow. be saying, guys, I know it's a review, but the songs are my too baby. powerful. Like I, and I sat down with the lyrics and I saw that um, it's for, everyone that's in their low days those days where you almost just want to you you almost just want to throw in the towel and just say you know what i don't want to do it again i don't i'm not interested like that's that's basically what most people will do um yeah and i'm and i'm just grateful to god that um okay i believe that people should be able to listen right now um if you're live with us right now please tell us where you're um tuning in with us from whether it's nigeria canada u.s ghana wherever you are just just shoot shoot. hello 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 tell us where you're joining us from and when i saw the lyrics of that song it just makes me remember the days where um and i think i was having a conversation with a friend and i said that there were days where me and god were just like do your thing i'll do my thing i'm not interested in whatever you were doing and i remember then i think i was in my second I think I was in my second year in the university then. And and for me, it was just a very difficult period of my life. And I was like, you know what? I really don't even want to care. <laughs> I really don't want to care about the consequences. Um, right. I just want to... Give up. Yeah, I just want to do what I want to do. Like, I, I, and I, and I told God that you know what, just I know you're God. I know you're all good and powerful, but you know what, just stay on your lane. And um, yeah. at first, when I saw the title "White Flag," I asked myself what it did mean, and um, all the words that came together, the one I could hold on to was surrender. 
and it mm-hmm. will say, devil, I'm not surrendering. Whether you throw it high or low or thick or light, I don't care. Um, not I'm, I'm not giving up today. And that's, that's one yeah. thing that everyone needs to understand that you have those days when it's very low, right? <laughs> when, Absolutely. when you Absolutely. don't want to do anything and it's okay to just say, you know what, God, this is your fight. Um, mm-hmm. I give it all to you. Like, it's okay for you to personally give up on your, yeah. like, how do I say without telling people to give up? <laughs> it's okay to give up and say, you know what? I'm not doing this on my own. So it's okay. Yeah. I give up. And control. It's okay to say, okay, you know what? I've tried every option. I've tried every solution, every idea that I personally could think of. But yeah. now, okay, this is out of my hand. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now relinquish power relinquish control because sometimes we can hold on and just want it to go a certain way when god is kind of coming in and saying hey this chaos is divine yeah you know chaos is divine and i'm trying to show you something i'm trying to pull you away from something trying to pull you away from people something there's there's some lesson to be learned so sometimes you got to relinquish control and say god i'm submitting yeah you and i'm saying you take it from here okay i think we we said too too deep (laughs) so guys let's 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 start from here guys you you don't understand how much i love this song and if you've not listened to it you have to but before we start let's let's go back to the very beginning welcome guys to life matters i always have my magic bell I used to welcome everybody. <laughs> um, welcome, guys. Here we talk about different life issues. Um, and we always have the reason why. And I remember there was a day someone asked me the why, why I started this Um it was supposed to start it started as a radio show into a podcast and it's still a radio show, but right now it's fully a podcast. And one of the reasons why I started when people ask me why is because I had that conversation with God where I was like, um, we have so much content out there that's not glorifying yeah. you. And I know yeah. a lot of people have just been in that circle, in that bubble of Absolutely. just watching different things. And there was nothing that could talk about like us being Christians, um, having good marriages. We're always in the divorce rate, but we never right. see the people that are celebrating 30, 40, 50 years in marriage. Right. Um, we're only seeing people that have been married for six years and or, or 72 days, right? And, and all that. And I said, you know what? This is this is a, a very, very strong thing in my heart. And God yeah. helping, I was able to like start little by little and voila, yeah. this is a couple of years after. And I'm grateful to God for the I'm amount of connection and amount of people that it has, it has impacted, right? Um, so that's what the show is about. Now, today you'll be wondering why uh, for those that re- regular like listen every week you will notice that for the last first three weeks um f- or first two three weeks we've not been live um and mm-hmm. the reason is has been because um it's been very stressful as an individual and this is where i'm coming from um right so um i'm not I'm technically a new mom, but not a new mom. So <laughs> my baby's 11 months. So you can't say you are new, but still, <laughs> you're still new. <laughs> you're you're kind of new, I, but 
Yeah, yeah. You're there. I'm, You're there. I'm, I'm semi new. Okay, I'm a semi new mom. Um, and juggling, um, creating content and um, being a mom and like it's it, it's been a lot. And sometimes I, I almost tell myself, you don't lose yourself. You're still a daughter of God. Like you almost want to remind yourself. And I told myself, like you know what, this month I'm just gonna be celebrating women in music. There's so yeah. many things women yeah. do that we we just feel like, oh, she can do it. Oh, you just, you know, yeah. as, I, I think people think that when you are a mom, the, the D, your DNA wants to push that you baby out. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and people feel like once you push that baby out, there's a manual that comes with the fluid <laughs> that comes out that you know everything. And in my head, I'm like, I, I'm just trying to get a grasp of myself right now, guys. Like, I have no... <laughs> trying to kind of keep up with things. Yeah. It can be difficult. It can, can be, be difficult. So I, I took some time off to rest uh, and I'm still resting to be very sincere. And I, I told myself that this, this, um, the last two weeks, I'm going to just be celebrating women in music that are specifically moms and those that are doing so much work for God and they're still Amen. putting everything together. But before we start, even though we are 10 minutes into the show, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, if you were not right here, like, on the show right now what would you be doing on a saturday like this um just just a brief brief about yourself um if i wasn't here well my my two kids are downstairs right now they're distracted by a educational program and i'm up here trying to make it work (laughs) before somebody pops into this room here um so what i would be doing is right about now i would be cooking I would be cooking. I would be uh, cleaning up, doing what regular moms do. I got laundry to do today. It's Saturday. Um, yeah, so many things are happening. So I would be, it, it would be a very, very busy day. But you know, when wow. it comes to things, wow. you, you make time. And that's very true. You have to, like, sometimes you almost want to create excuse of, oh, you know what? And people will want to I'm give. Tired. Yeah, Maybe but... tomorrow. And sometimes those excuses are good. Like today I was trying to clean up and I'm like, you know what? I'll just sweep this thing and pack it. I'm, I'm tired. Like, I I'm just, just want to sleep. Right here. You know, listen, I have a clock in time and I have a clock out time. Certain times of the evening, I'm like, mommy shift is done. Mommy shift is done. That's it. Bedtime. So, so tell us, um, let's talk about your growing up. Um, how was it like for you? Because I know that for so many people, they feel like um, when you, when it comes to music, you should be um, like come from a family that maybe your dad was a singer, your mom was the choir director, your brothers were instrumentalists. So, what, what was that like for you? No, um, to be honest with you, my my dad is not musical at all, but loves music loves music. I remember growing up listening to um, in my younger days, like Aretha Franklin, Shirley Caesar, Grace Thrillers, um, you name it, down from Supremes to Sam Cooke, um, just a variety of music. He's a lover of music. Um, my mom uh, was uh, deeply rooted and still is deeply rooted in the church, um, but she was just taking care of the youth. 
Um, she was a youth leader. Um, she also sang in a group called the Grace Thrillers. If I said that, she'd probably just like be like, "No, don't tell anyone." Um, <laughs> but yes, um, she sang in a group way back, way back when, even before I was born, in a group called Grace Thrillers, and she sang a little verse here and there, but. She preferred to stay in the background. So, in in my family, I you know I have one aunt that um, preaches, um, sings. But majority of my family, everybody is mainly pastors, prophets, and working in the ministry. Um, and there's few that are you know really singer singers. So I grew up actually singing with my sisters. Um, in my younger days, um, in the city of Toronto here, we were actually first, well, my sister, my elder sister, she's one year younger than me. Um, we used to be called the Tiny Talents. Um, and we would just sing, I don't know if you know, like during like uh, maybe time for tithe and offering, you would have a special selection. Yeah, yeah. So we would kind of come up and we would be the special selection for Sundays. Um, and then couple years later, you know, here comes my baby sister, but she was still in diapers, um, you know, nowhere near ready to sing anywhere. Um, but then the moment she turned, I think it was four or five, then my dad was like, let's make it official. We're going to make you guys a group. So my, my, my father wasn't a singer. He didn't play an instrument, but what he did have was business staff. He was a businessman. Um, he, he loved to connect with people and um he he had a, he had an ear for music um even though he wasn't uh, technically trained or didn't have any musicality you know what i mean anything of that nature but he he knew what good music sounded like and um he knew what he wanted in terms of okay hey i see a future for you guys so let's let's kind of push into the gospel music scene here. So he was really the force that kind of pushed us saying, hey, you can do this. Even when I was extremely, extremely shy and not wanting to be in the forefront at all. I, um, my parents used to tell this little story when we gathered around with our families that I used to be the one to hide out in the bathroom. Somebody would have to come and find me or get me because I would be the one that was just like, nope, I'm not going out there. So. Yeah, that's pretty much how I grew up, church-rooted anyway. So there's this myth when it comes to church kids. They always say that... um, um, if you were... So were you a pastor's kid or you were just that person that used to sing in church? No, my... Well, my mom is a pastor now, but back then she just was, you know, volunteered in the church, gave her service, was a part of prayer meeting and youth. And so I I wasn't a pastor's kid, but my parents made sure they said, you are going to church. So I don't know anything outside of church. <laughs> They're like, you're going to church. You're mm. going. Mm. <laughs> so, and, and, and it's good. I love where you started from. So those were seeds that your parents planted in you and talking about seeds how did you see yourself when it came to um you going from um the place of growth as an individual in that process of um singing in church and always doing a lot of activities in church into when you went into like high school and university how did those seeds still hold on to for you um, well, going into 
going into high school, it was a bit of a transition because in those days, you know, a lot of people kind of looked at me as like, oh my God, she's just always showing off. Yes, Kim, we know you can sing. You know what I mean? Um, but it was never like that for me. I, I, I really, and those who know me, know me, know that I genuinely, genuinely, I just sing for no reason. It's literally just a part of my, I'm washing dishes, I'm singing something. I'm cleaning, I'm singing something. I'm sad, I'm gonna sing something. I'm happy, I'm gonna sing something. So the transition going into school was kind of rocky because I wasn't sure, um, should I be a doctor or um, should I be a lawyer or should I, you know, is there any future in actually singing? Should it be just a side hustle? Like, what is it? And then on top of, you know, coupling that with the fact that being in school and knowing that you have a gift and not everybody liking that. So it was pretty rocky in school. But by the time I got to, I'm going to say ninth grade coming out of high school, I was like, it doesn't matter what anybody says. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sing for Jesus. You don't like it? We're not friends. Uh, in, <laughs> okay. in the words, in the words of Andy Mineo, that's none of my business. If you don't like yeah. me talking about Jesus, that's none of my business. That's none of my business. That's none of my business. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about Jesus. If you don't like it, you'll be that's fine. It. I, I, and that's yeah. the thing that. I noticed today, and, and uh, let me just ask this, as a parent now, is there that internal pressure of wanting to make sure that you put all the right seeds in your kids because of what you've seen your own parents put in you over the years? Absolutely, absolutely. I am who I am today because my parents made a spiritual investment. I am who I am today because my parents decided I'm going to invest. I'm going to show you how to pray. I'm going to show you that it's not about money. It's not about fame. You get on your knees and you stay before God and he will elevate you in due time. You know, it doesn't matter if you can sing. There's thousands, and my father used to tell me this all the time, which I think that's why I I am the way I am today. Where even when people say, oh my gosh, you're so amazing. I'm like, Lord Jesus, let me stay at your feet. <laughs> My dad used to always say to me, Kim, and he was just like, I don't know if anyone could like, they used to call him Joe Jackson back, back in the day, but he would just say it like it is. He, deep down, he wanted boys, but he got three girls. And so he always gave it to us just the way it is. He never, ever sugarcoated anything for us. So, he used to say to me, Kim, you are not the best singer in the world. <laughs> and honestly, as a child, sometimes that would be like, <gasps> you know what I mean? But those things are important because it humbles you and it lets you know, look, it's not about your gift, but he would always say it's about the anointing because there's so many people that have the gift to sing, to play an instrument. And there's some people that are even better than me, way advanced than I am. But what sets you apart is the anointing. And so even me going, um, even me going into high school and going into uh, college and having those things in my mind and, um, you know, my parents really saying, hey, you know, stand up, be strong, be a, be a leader, don't be a follower, you know, profess Christ, 
even if it's not cool. My dad, my mom used to always say, even if it's not cool, tell them about Jesus. And so now as a mother of two, um, you know, every day I, 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 I let them memorize scriptures. I, I tell them, you know, if you see somebody tell them Jesus loves you. I, I tell them, Forgive each other. Learn how to forgive each other. Forgiveness, mercy, all, all the all the um, the attributes and uh, you know fruits of the spirit that a Christian should have. I try my best to do exactly what my parents did because what they instilled in me has allowed me to stay on that path to this day, and I have not turned back, and I will not turn back. So Amen. I will definitely Amen. continue to deposit whatsoever they have put in me. My children shall be benefactors of that. Absolutely. Mm, mm. I, I want to I ask you this. Um, do you know the song? Anointing fall on me. Please, yeah. can, you, can you please sing it? Oh my God. <laughs> no, so you kept talking. So you, you kept you kept talking and I could, I could just feel... Yeah, I, I could feel the love of God go through every word, and like my body's full of goosebumps, like right now. And I kept hearing that song in my spirit, and I'm like, okay, I will not sing this song. She will sing it. Don't worry. Uh, we would. We would get it. Fall on me. Fall on me. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me. Anointing fall on me. Spirit of the living God. Hey, Fall fresh on me, Spirit of the Living God. Fall afresh on me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those songs really take you back, man. Wow. We give God glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. This is what it's all about. It's about the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Fall on me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Fall on me. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me. Anointing fall on me. Guys, hallelujah. So, <laughs> when a guest tells me to send them questions before the show, I I always just give a summary of what I feel that um, the show will be about. But uh, I never I 
I never give you questions. I never give you like, this is how the show will go because 90% of the time it's whatever God wants to do. And I think that that's what's most important. Um, I know there's someone, I know there's someone that's watching us right now and has had an illness in their body. I don't know who you are. Um, but I know that God is finishing work. That's what I heard clearly in my spirit. God is finishing work. Um, and (laughs) you know, when, um, you take a, uh, so all I hear is take a praise break, take a praise break, um, wherever (laughs) you are, even if you're driving, you can park or you can while driving drive safely, but make sure you take a praise break. Just scream, shout. He he has has done it. He has done it. And that's, and that's, that's sure. He has done it. And remember, God is not a man that he will lie, not a son of man that will repent. So, um, if he says he has done it, just believe it. Um, he has done, he has done done great things. Bless his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. My God. Okay. So where where were we? Where were we? I don't even know. I don't even know. Okay, let's let's talk about let's talk about your first encounter with the Holy Spirit. Um, Oh, I can. Because I remember, I remember that my first encounter with the Holy Spirit. I was in children's church, and my teacher was praying for us, and she was laying her hands on us. And I know that I kept saying different words, but I didn't understand what it was. Um, and fast forward a couple of years later where I understood what salvation really was and I was in my like uncle's church and this pastor came and I fell under the anointing of the Holy Ghost and um, years later I noticed that one thing that um, you can't take from me is God like you can't um, how do how do we put it you can't you can't tell me that oh this is how god i know for sure in my heart that this is god speaking to me right and for us as singers and and let me and and i just want to throw this in before you 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 have that conversation running um i remember how many years ago i think three years ago um i was supposed to sing so i was going on stage it was supposed to like you know when you have like a powerful session and you are really 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 like excited about it and the holy spirit kept telling me it's not about you Mm. so i was wondering why why would i hear that the reason why was because i'd already had my arrangement i already had everything i wanted to do like i had the song set so i got on stage um i'm trying to look for a mic so my god i have so many mics in the house so i (laughs) so i take the mic i I take i take the mic like this like and i sang the first song yeah and i stopped and i said sorry guys um this is just a rehearsal wow so a lot of people in my head i'm like why would you say that so i sing the first song that i knew that my song set i knew that that was what i was supposed to sing and yeah i knew just before i got on stage the holy spirit said it's not about you mm. um, so i know it's good to do my, your rehearsals it's good to um, know your arrangement it's good to have a set list but when it comes to the working of the holy spirit the way he does it if you are Art. too rigid um he won't walk through you he will bypass you and do his work 
He will. They're two different things. So there is, I yield myself that the Holy Spirit uses me and he uses you. And there is no, I have my song set in my head, so I can't change my arrangements. And the Holy Spirit says, no problem. If you want to be an hindrance, there's a daughter of mine in the audience that has been calling on me for the last three months. I'm going to pass you and fix that thing for her. So you will be doing all the riffs and runs and be very happy. And you and oh, you yeah. see people crying and think it's you, but the Holy Spirit had gone over you to say, you know what? This is my daughter. This is my son. I'm going to do my work. So immediately I took the mic. I sang the first wow. song and I said, let's break it down. <laughs> and I said, that's oh, a rehearsal. So right now, what I would want you to do is take that take a song whatever song comes to your head and this was a crossover service um take a song whatever comes to your mind and sing it from the bottom of your heart the reason why i can't forget that ministration was till tomorrow morning i don't know what i sang i don't know what happened but i knew that by the time i was done on stage i myself my life did not remain the same Jesus, hallelujah. This morning I was listening to a message and the pastor was like, the reason why we we almost um, always forget um, a lot of things when it comes to us and God is because the Father's yeah. love is not in our hearts. So I sat down and I asked myself, okay, you're bothered about this, you're thinking about this, you're, you're stressed about this, but where is the place of the Father's love in your heart? Yeah. And the holy, oh, the only person that could reveal that to me that I know is the Holy Spirit because he is the spirit of God. Now, the yeah. reason why I'm giving all these examples to everyone is because I want them to understand that it's in those little things. You can't go to the toilet for days and you talk to the Holy Spirit and it happens or you've been waiting on God for something and it just... For me, in those little things, the Holy Spirit always comes through. And the reason always. why... You, you can see me as an ordinary person, um, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to communicate to you to understand that the Holy Spirit works in both your pastor and you. Just yes. like how your pastor is a child of God, you are a child of God. Just like yes. how Kim is a child of God, Kim's daughter is a child of God. So there are no grandchildren with God. That's so, it. Amen. So now you tell us your, your own journey when it comes to your work with the Holy Spirit and how it has impacted you in the work of the ministry? Wow. Oh my goodness. Um, Let me say this first, that there has never been a time where I have put myself aside and the Holy Spirit didn't show up in full force. Um, And it's amazing that you said that the Holy Spirit told you it's not about you. Um, I will always say that to myself before I even step on stage. I'll always say that. It's not about you. It's not about your gift. Right now, make yourself available so that God can say something through you to his people. He needs to talk to his people. There's somebody in the audience that needs help. There's somebody in the audience that needs their spirit lifted. There's somebody in the audience that needs to be encouraged. There's somebody in the audience who's battling in their mind. There's somebody who's bound. Um, There are people, even different levels of of witchcraft. There's so many things when you go into, um, when you step onto the stage and you're in a body of people, there's so many things that are happening in that room and you have to make yourself available and say, God, Look, I'm putting myself aside. 
even if it's the set list, like you said before, even if it's the set. And I'm known for that. I'll practice, 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 practice. And honey, when I get on that stage, something else happens. Something else just takes place. Even some of the musicians that hang around me, they're like, okay, we're gonna practice this, but we know Kim, it's not gonna go that way. So just prepare yourself. <laughs> prepare yourselves because it's not gonna go that way. The Holy Spirit's gonna go a different. Just prepare for anything. So um, my journey with the Holy Spirit has been one of trust and total reliance. I cannot do what I am doing without the Holy Spirit or I will be just like any regular singer who just comes out with a pretty voice to entertain. I'm nothing without the Holy Spirit. And that's why I, even in the beginning of my journey um, to release music, I, I one day I was on my bed and the Holy Spirit said, vessel, vessel, vessel. And I said, I turned to my husband and I said, that's what it's gonna be. I'm a vessel, I'm nothing else. Um, you know, some people say psalmist, some people say pastor, some people say that I call myself a vessel because that's all I am. If God doesn't use me, I'm nothing. I have nothing to offer if God is not using me to deliver. I'm just a vessel that he's using to speak to his people. So even my earliest memory um, encountering the Holy Spirit, I was nine years old. Yes nine years old and we were in a Friday night youth meeting. I don't know, I, I don't even know if they have that still these days where they have, you know, you got Wednesday night Bible study, Friday night youth night. We got, uh, what do you call it now? Um, we got um, sword in hands. I don't know if anybody on here knows what sword in hands is, um, where we would get our Bible and everybody would have to, they would say Psalms 23. Yeah, so we call it, um, in Nigeria, we used to call it draw your swords. Draw oh, your swords okay. back to your shoulder, back again. Open to All the right. book off. <laughs> so over here, we call it sword in hand. That's what we named it at our church. And they would say, Psalm 23, we got to open it up, pop up, and, and first to read the scripture. So we were having one of those nights. And then um, um, our pastor, my mom, Another lady called, uh, her name was Sister Hamilton and uh, Sister Hillary. All those guys were just in church and they were like, hey, we're feeling, a, they were having a prayer in the back room. And then they were like, the Holy Spirit said to come in the sanctuary where the youth are and begin to cover their youth. So it was one of those things where they were having another meeting elsewhere. The Holy Spirit decided we're interrupting this Friday night game night. So they come in, they're like, Everybody gets to the altar. We're like, what's going on? What happened? They're like, it's time to pray. Mom's like, <laughs> get to prayer. So I'm like, all right, Lord. Um, we start praying. And then another mother stands up and she says, the Holy Spirit says that there's, there's a couple of you in here that need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. There's an anointing. There's an assignment on your life and you need to be filled. So I wasn't looking like it was me because, you know, at that time, I really didn't think I was anything today. I don't think I'm nothing. I'm still nothing apart from the Holy Spirit and what God has laid on my life. Um, so I, I was thinking, oh, this is not me. That's not me. Must be somebody else here. So I'm just putting my hand down and I'm praying and my head is down. And all of a sudden, one of the mothers came. Um, her name was Mother Carpenter. She died. God rest her soul. Um, her name was Mother Carpenter. She's blind from birth. But let me tell you something. That woman, 
I don't know if you guys remember just being in church and having those spiritual moms that just like will just be in a different place and call you on your phone and just know all your business. God just speaks to them. She was that. And she said, baby, there's an assignment on your life. Reach out for the Holy Spirit. And I just started screaming and yelling, saying, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And before you know it, words just started coming out. My mom was so surprised. She didn't really expect it. And it came out. And I told her um, for my 10th birthday that I wanted to be baptized. And that's what I did. I got baptized at 10 years old. And since then, I haven't looked back. And I've been reliant on the Holy Spirit since then. And don't get me wrong. I've had up days. I've had down days. I've had times where I want to just hang it up, put it up and say, God, you know, maybe this is not what you want for my life. Maybe I should just follow all these people that are telling me to just go get signed and, you know, make it big. And you have those thoughts because this is flesh, right? But, um, whatever my parents have put inside me and the Holy Spirit that's inside of me, I always get pulled back. He always finds a way to encourage me and remind me that I am your provider. I will take care of you. I will sustain you. I will provide for you. And even in moments where I feel like I don't have the strength to do this, there's an assignment up ahead of me. I have to go and minister to thousands of people and I myself, I feel empty. I feel like I don't have what it takes to give to these people. In those moments is when I know that the Holy Spirit is here, that God is within this vessel. And he shows himself strong every time. And I'm grateful because if it was just me, I would fail. Absolutely. I would fail. Ooh, ooh, people. Thank God um, that he never lets us fail. But he always shows himself strong, especially when he has an assignment to do. He's gonna he's gonna cause that he's not gonna cause anything to get in the way of that assignment. Even if it's your lack of strength, he's gonna pick you up and strengthen you and say, Go ahead and do what I've called you to do. Man. Wow. God you know, I, I have no doubt that your life is a living, breathing testimony of the Holy Spirit. Um, I, I have no doubts. Like if people, if people feel, um, I don't, I don't even know how to say this. Um, God is good. God, yeah. God is good. Um, and and I'm and I think it's a great privilege meeting you for the very guys. I've never met her before. I I I reached out to Daniel and I'm like, um, I need to. Daniel like, is my brother. <laughs> I need to uh, what do you call it? I need to um, speak with the ladies on your team. And he's like, okay, he's gonna reach out to. So I sent him a couple of dates. And out, out of yeah. I think three or four of you, you were the only one that came back and said, "Oh, um, this." And for me, when things like that happen, what happens you know, most times for me is um, it's just a sign from the Holy Spirit that that's who God wants me to work with or, or speak with or whichever one it was. Um, and, and I'm grateful to God that He made that possible because um, there's there's something supernatural about you. I I don't know what it is, but I know it's nothing short of the spirit of God. And I pray that the oil of God upon your life will never run dry in Jesus name. I pray Amen. that it will never run dry. Um and on that last day, you will like the angels will, will, will take some notes from you when when we get to heaven and be like, "Oh girl, <laughs> 
Hallelujah. You used to shake up this place when you sing. Um, there's, there's nothing short of that. Um, I was reading the power of a praying parent a couple of days ago. And one of the things that we have talked about today is the fact that our parents did a whole lot um, investing spiritually in our lives. Now, let's look at the parents today. And wh- what are the things that you feel like... Um, how do I put it? What are the things that you feel like is causing it where we really don't see a lot of parents... Um, go all out when it comes to the spiritual growth of their children everybody is chasing the money the investments we want yes it's good to be very sincere yes. we wanted that better life i like I, yeah. I told god i want my children to do everything debt free um just like how my parents paid everything so right now why do you think that today's parents a lot of times um they they're more endurances just like how you said there are always those mothers in church that would always pray for you that will always go out of their way that god will always reveal things to has it changed today or is it like we are not seeing more of them today like what's going on with the today's parents when it comes to the spiritual impact we saw when we were younger wow um I honestly just think, number one, that it is absolutely a different time that we're living in. Um, you know, back then, and uh, I was really, I was actually speaking to somebody about this recently, and I was saying that, um, you know, gone are the days where you have like the mothers and just people who are really just throw themselves into the work of God, be at church Monday through to Sunday, no pay. You know, no, they're not getting no incentive, nothing special. They're just there because they love God. I think that's one of the things that are missing is, um, number one, I'll say that, you know, I guess that love, I don't see it there anymore where people just come out and be like, I just want to be um, out there to, to, to really help the saints. Because right now the trend that I see is if you don't pay me, I'm not coming. So that's one thing that I will say that the transition between that time um, and now it's very, very different from what I remember growing up in church. Um, in terms of parents, um, I just think it, de- it depends on the parent's personal relationship with God. If, if they, if I could speak from my mom, my mom was very serious about God, um, you know, praying woman, um, prophetess, um, and so she was so serious Hey, Prophetess B, um, she was so serious um, about God. And so that kind of spilled over into how she parented as well because of her personal convictions. She said, I want my children to also grow up fearing God, reverencing God, and knowing that, listen, if you don't have God, you have nothing. So that kind of influenced me. That's what's influencing the way that I grow my children, especially in the faith. And so I think that um, there's definitely a lack. Now, not everybody, but there's definitely a lack because I don't know much parents that are saying, hey, I'm making prayer a priority. Um, Like in my house, it is a priority. My children will wake up in the morning at the crack of dawn and they know, hey, brush your teeth, change your clothes, go pray. We're not even touching iPads or um, programs or you know, even before they eat breakfast. And some would say that's a little harsh, but um, we believe, hey, 
Spiritual say your prayer. Father, fest. I thank you. Yes. Pray. Pray. Get, get up out of bed. Pray. Thank the Lord for giving you another day. And then we can go downstairs and have breakfast. And I think that that kind of um, seriousness and, and discipline in, in, uh, in spiritual things is definitely lacking. There are some parents out there that are holding it down. But overall, it's kind of like give them an iPad and let them be quiet. You know, even in church. Um, I remember growing up and you could have no such thing in church. That's how I know that the times have changed. When I grew up in church, oh my goodness, my mom only had to do one of these. Like she just had to look, give me one of those, get up. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Your, your mom you know? didn't even have to do that. The aunties it around is, you had to just when, look if, at you like. Around, <laughs> oh my God. Anybody else, over, let, let Mother Hamilton or anybody else see me fooling around. They'd be like, get up and get right. So. When I see these kids these days, they're in church and their faces are glued to iPads for hours and hours. And our church was different because we'd be in church all day. Anybody on here know, like, sometimes church is like, oh, bring an extra clothes, bring a snack bag, bring food, bring everything because church is going to be all day. That's the church that I grew up in. Real hardcore, fiery, Pentecostal, no-nonsense, Holy Ghost church. So things have changed when you just, you know, you don't allow your children to raise their hands and worship. Most of these, the generation that we're living in right now, they don't even know what it means to get into a sanctuary and say, lift your hands and worship. They're looking at you like, what? We don't even do this at home. So it starts at home. What are you doing at home? Because it reflects in, in the church. So definitely to answer your question, things have changed. A lot of things have changed. There's a lot of parents that are holding it down, but there's a lot of parents that are just like, I'm too busy. I, I can't, I can't devote time to this. And I'm not saying that it doesn't get hard because yes, life is happening. Sometimes you got to get up and go to an early appointment and you don't have the time to say, okay, let me pray. But still, even if it's say your morning scripture, right now my kids are memorizing Psalms 23, they're memorizing um, Exodus 14, 14, and they're memorizing John 3, 16. So, and they're four and three. So it is possible. It is possible. Even if you don't get a break, Father, I thank you for this morning. We appreciate you. Amen. But just make sure that they know it's a priority because whatsoever you do in your home is going to reflect outside. I think you, you just you just cleared it up. Whatever you're doing yeah. at home is what's going to happen outside. And I always give this example. Um, you can't give what you don't have. And it's important that as parents, like we can't, we don't know everything, to be very sincere with right. you. No, um <laughs> Like there are days where I, I remember my first, I think two, three months postpartum, I was having this all, oh my God, is she looking at me? Okay, I have to make sure this place. And I, and I had to remember, girl, she's just two months. She only just wants to eat. Like, <laughs> like calm down. But I had to remind myself also that whatever you do is what she'll pick up. So when I want her not to touch something, I don't just say no. I say, don't touch it. Um, it's, right. it's hot. It will hurt you. Right. I, people right. can feel, I know she's just six months. She's just seven months. I know. But those no, little words, just little Absolutely. words, you're able to have this conversation with them and say, um, yeah. right now, it's not good for you Amen. to do this. Right. Um, Tanisha says, yes, it's important for our kids to know the word from young. That's very true. Absolutely. I remember my mom used to have us read um, Joshua 1, 8, like 
um, you always had to have a memory verse every day and you recite That's it. That's right. And I personally yeah. can't wait to have that for my family. Um, but like you said, um, and I had to write it down. Once you wake up, 90% of us, the first thing we do is grab our phones. 90%. Yeah. And I remember, Sometimes I think it was... Yeah, and I remember, I think it was Pastor Sam Adeyemi that said, the first thing he does when he wakes up is he has his Bible beside his bed and he picks it up mm-hmm. to read. He does nothing first. Yeah. He reads the word. Yeah. He said after he does that, yeah. then he like checks up the news. He said because the first thing you do in the morning sets out your day. Absolutely. When I heard that, people would be like, oh, but I have to be on top of things. I, I was running out. I was rushing late. But the truth is, if you look at it, that this word is the word of God and it, and the word of yeah. God is the life of God, you will remember yeah. that you want to speak life to your day. So for me as a person, yeah. I have to unlearn waking up in the morning and, oh, my Bible is on my phone or my Bible is on my iPad. So yeah. I, I, I personally would admonish if you can get a a, a, a paperback so bible just put it beside you but i absolutely. i have i've been I, this is what I, i'm putting myself out here i've, I've struggled with it <laughs> sometimes where i would take the ad copy and i'm like okay i read this read this read this then i would go back to my phone and i'm like okay i prefer to check the ones on my phone and yes you would tell me yeah. oh, your version is on my phone so blah 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 but the the question is there's nothing wrong if you prefer the you version on your phone or not but what happens when notifications pop in so if you want to hold yourself accountable when you wake up in the morning put your phone on airplane mode and do your devotion Absolutely. right so Absolutely. when you when you're done with that devotion and you're done praying then you can go off airplane <laughs> mode and now have conversation with your family or whatever it is so right. i think it's very important right. you can't give what you don't have so if you want your children to be those holy ghost fire branded children that we remember we were when we were younger example. we have to be the example and i think that's what's Absolutely. very important Absolutely. I I have my paperback Bible. Um, my husband and I, we turn off our, our Wi-Fi um, the night before. Um, so in the morning time, we don't get incoming messages right away. Um, they only come flooding in once we turn on um, our Wi-Fi. But the main thing is that, okay, if we get up at 8 o'clock, if, if it's only 15 minutes we have, we spend that time talking to God. I have, I always sleep. My Bible and my highlighter is always right beside me. I'll open my Bible, I'll highlight a scripture, and I'll meditate on that scripture for the day, and then I'll go into my prayer. And sometimes it doesn't have to be a whole fireworks and and no, no, it could just be one line. God, thank you. I, I appreciate you. Thank you for allowing me to see another day. Please guide me in this day. Please navigate me today. Help me to say the right thing. Just like that. Come on, girls. Say your scripture. John 3, 16. They say their scripture. Let's go brush our teeth. Time for breakfast, right? It's just showing God that he's the priority, right? Hmm. Hi, sissy. Love you too. We're showing God that he is the priority. We don't just get up in the morning and just, okay, I got to go brush my teeth. I got to, I got to. And then before you know it, you're halfway through the day, you haven't prayed, and it's so easy to continue in that routine, and, 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 and a week has gone by, and you realize, oh my gosh, I haven't prayed in over a week. 
It's so easy, especially when you have kids and a busy life. So make him the priority. And, and the enemy will Absolutely. give you excuses why you should. Um, it's okay. Absolutely. He will give you excuses on why uh, God understands, you know. Mm-hmm. He knows no, you're no, no. busy. You know, he was the one that gave you that job that's not making you pay your tithes in church now. No. And, no. You, and you have then all these excuses. And, and you know, one, one of the things that's very tricky for us Christians is um, especially for us moms is that sometimes we get so 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 overwhelmed by being a mom that we forget that God God is everything yeah so if he's everything why not just rest on him um, and you just have him do all that work for you and and I think right now lately I've I've started learning to unlearn what I've known even in my walk with God and learn that I have to just surrender everything to him irrespective of what I feel I know and just let him take the wheel right and and there are times Mm -hmm. where you you have all those and it's good to have a plan like it's good um but if that plan is outside God's plan that's where there's an issue so that's when it happens it's just very important for each and every one of us to just go out of God of your way today and say you know what for the, in the for the next one week we have one week to the end of july why not this this, this last seven days take it a verse a day and and yeah. just shoot us a dm or men, put us a mention in the story in your story and say um i watched this with kim on on saturday and um yeah. i was challenged to read one verse per day and i will do that i will hold myself accountable each and every one of us just do it a verse a day and study that one verse a day and see how it is and i will i will also have everybody hold me accountable for it because i think it's important that we yeah. we get so swallowed up in this world and we forget especially we get so swallowed up yeah and and mm-hmm. me being in media i noticed that sometimes the numbers always almost want to dictate how much you've achieved and god has to yeah. call me back to the place of it's not about the numbers it's about the yeah. impact so if if you're you're thinking of oh let's 1000 people like and subscribe to my channel but only two people are impacted then that has defeated the purpose of that so as much as the numbers are important the impact of the life that you live on earth is what what matters to god and your own life is what's most important to god so irrespective of what you do or what you're doing or what you've done in the past the last seven days of this month this is our challenge to you and for you and i to make sure that we take a verse a day study that scripture and just put it on your story and tag at life matters just tag us and let's know i today i did john 1 5 and and that was and this is what i learned and and do that for the next one week and and we're sure we're very sure that god he will that put it that life that you probably you've been struggling for a very long time in your life the life of mm-hmm. god will breathe in onto you in the name of jesus okay. Amen. i never know where this time flies but we're gonna have to it does. oh my goodness wow. but i would love to come back another time so we we have four more minutes but before we yeah. go before we go we have to talk about dwell here and white flag what yeah. what um let's talk about white flag first what what why did you write that song that song is so powerful guys you have to go listen to that song but why did you write Please. that song 
and with YouTube, my my YouTube channel right now, Kimberly at Day Music is my handle. Head on over there, please like, share, watch the video, and be blessed. Um, this song I wrote it about six years ago, um, and sat on the shelf for that amount of time. Um, I was in a place seriously where I was just gonna say, okay, you know what, this is enough. Um, I don't feel like um, I don't know if you've ever had those moments where you feel like you're not called to something even though God has called you to it. You just feel so discouraged. Um, and then leading up to that, I had lost my voice for about five months. So I was just really in a place where I'm just like, okay, I'm afraid about what people think about me. I don't know if I want to release this song. It's so far away from what people are used to seeing. I just can't see myself releasing it. And furthermore, I was just having just internal insecurities about myself and what God has called me to be. And then the song came to me and it sat down and lost my voice. And then God brought me back to um, Psalms 139 and verse 15 and just kind of reminded me that scripture. Listen, when you were in your mother's womb, I gave you a purpose. And that's what kind of sparked the spirit to stir within me again. And I told my husband, I said, look, um, I'm going to go forth and release this song. He said, all right, I'm behind you. Because my husband is the one that shot the video. My husband is the one that um, uh, helped me to produce the video, um, the, the song as well. So he's my backbone. He's the oh, one that was I, really I'm still going to have you and your husband together. Your husband is on a mega flowing fire for God. Like, <laughs> I, I stumbled on his page. We will, we will back on together I, for sure. I, I stumbled on his page last month. Yeah, I think it was last month, yeah. two months ago. And I'm like, who is this person? Yeah. Like, who is this person? And I immediately just click follow. And I was checking through your page and I saw you celebrating. And I'm like, wait, wait, what's yeah. going <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's take a minute. You know Guys. He's so like, he doesn't really like the limelight. So a lot of people are kind of like, wait, that's your husband? Wait, he's beyond filming photography? Wait, he's the one that did well here? Wait, he's the one that did well? I'm like, yes. He's such a creative man. He's so talented, so gifted, and yet just is just not seen. <laughs> like so guys, I I can't wait to have them both. Um, I I will probably have a chat with you after and see what what time of the month, maybe next month or September. I don't even yeah, know. Absolutely. Um, but I can't wait to have him both of you come on the show and. Oh, Lord. Okay. So dwell here, dwell here. Yeah. Why is it important to dwell in God's presence? Why is it very important? Oh my God, because it's the source of our existence. Um, I don't see how we can last or even survive outside of God's presence. Um, if he's not dwelling inside of us, then we are void and empty. And, um, and so I think it's so important to stay in his sweat, in his presence. You know, Moses said, um, when God said, I'm going to depart and leave you and I'm going to send some angels to guide you instead, he said, you know what? Even if it's in this wilderness, wherever your presence is, that's where I want to be. So dwell here is such a powerful message. And I'm so glad that I had the opportunity to be a part of it with my brother, Daniel Ojo. Um, we also didn't know each other at all um and i i don't know it just it just it just happened and he's like hey i i feel like doing a song with you i'm like i'm ready let's go and he was like okay within a week he's like 
God gave me this song. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> this song was literally done in maybe like three, four weeks. It was before less. It was done, recorded. My husband's like, we need to do a video. He's like, no, no, no. Like maybe one time we'll come out with Daniel, talk about it as well. He's like, no, 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 it's okay. But my husband's like, let's do a video. This is going to be powerful with a video. Got it done. And today it is dwell here. So please go ahead. Um, oh, they, they, all of you that are oh, on so here. In the, for those watching online on YouTube right now and on Facebook, if you check the, if you check the description once we're done, you would see the link. Um, I will put the link and i will i will yep. add your channel so i will do the edit at the back and add your channel Absolutely. in so people can actually go click on your channel subscribe make sure you listen to dwell here listen to white flag um it, 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 they're they're powerful songs powerful songs um thank you i'm before, so, so happy to oh, be on here today and shoot you i am blessed thank to you have so you Oh no, I'm yeah. I'm blessed to have you. But before you go, um the idea behind this today was to celebrate every woman in music and we celebrate you today and we're not celebrating you because oh you have a very fantastic voice which you super duper do um and you were anointed by the holy ghost we celebrate you because you're a beautiful amazing woman you're doing the work of god through music you're a superb mom you're a fantastic wife and we just pray that God will continue to bless you and bless the works of your hands. Um, cele- celebrating you today is not because, oh, we, we, we have one prize, but the only gift yeah. we can give you is the gift of our love and support. Um, and anytime and every time you have any project, please just, we're just a shout out away. Just reach out Thank and we so are much. here. Thank we're here to support God's children. Um, and so please, Absolutely. if you've not followed Kim, please follow her at Kimberly a day. Um, subscribe to her YouTube channel, follow her on Instagram. And for those that will be listening to this on the podcast, please make sure you go look for her. It's the link will be in the description so make sure and please if you're not following the page follow at life matter to anwadedere subscribe to the channel at anwadedere the link is in my bio if you want to support us just click the link in the bio um at life matter to anwadedere there's a link that shows you a whole lot and how you can support us so please make sure you do that um i don't know if you have any last words for any woman out there that's struggling Honestly, I'm just grateful for, again, for this opportunity. And if you're out there right now, even watching and you're struggling, I want you to know that Jesus loves you. I know that it's such a cliche. So many people say it all the time, but this is the truth that he loves you so much so that he died and he shed his blood for you. You are not on this earth because you don't have a purpose. You're on this earth because you have one. And I want to remind you that you are not abandoned, that you are not an orphan, but you are a child of God. And if you don't know who he is today, know that his word declares that there is only one name under heaven by which men can be saved. And that is through the acknowledgement that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, down here to die on the cross for your sins. And he indeed rose on the third day and now sits on the right hand of the Father. So if you believe that, know that you are a child of God, that you are not alone, and that God truly loves you. Do not be afraid. Do not be ashamed. Yes, we have trials, we have troubles and tribulations, but if you hold fast to his word and what he says about you, you will not falter. He will not allow you to sink. 
So be blessed, be encouraged, stay strong, stay in the fight. And remember, no white flags. None. No white flags. We don't surrender. We don't give up because God has our back. So till we see you next week yeah. where we have another beautiful songwriter, singer that's based in um, Vancouver. I'm Kim, you're based in Toronto. So anytime... Yeah. Anytime I'm in Toronto, I'm going to give you a shout. So I have to see you. Absolutely. <laughs> so please make sure that you go get her songs. Check the link in her bio to get her songs and support her. We support Kingdom Music here. So make sure you support her. Thank you so much. Um, yes, thank you. And like I said, I'm just going to shoot you an email or a DM um, for what time of the month, either next month or September, that works best for you and your husband um, so we can have you both Absolutely. on the channel. Um, but till we we'll see you next it. time, have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye.